Welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How was your week? Your month? Your day? They probably all feel the exact same because we are in oblivion. I am so bored. I am so phenomenally bored at the moment. It is insane. I'm assuming it's the same for all of you. Suffice to say, thank you very much to everybody who has been showing me love recently and supporting the podcast. I cannot thank you enough. I hope you're all doing okay and well. I mean, these are ridiculously difficult times mentally, physically, and fucking financially. So uh, fingers crossed you are all staying afloat. To those of you who are staying afloat, um, perhaps you could do me a favor and sign up to the Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. You're quite literally changing my life by doing so. So uh, I really... And truly appreciate it. And also, as always, thank you all for your kind messages throughout the week. It gives me such a boost and a lift and enables me to sort of get myself into the mental state where I'm able to record this podcast. So thank you so much. Anyway, another thing that I've been doing this week, obviously, is consuming a lot of porn, right? Do you know what I was thinking? Like, what sort of a person comments under porn videos? Have you noticed this? Some people actually comment under porn, and I just find that absolutely mental. I mean, imagine that you're in the middle of consuming porn, okay? And you're obviously, assumingly, touching oneself. And then you go, do you know what, actually, I wouldn't mind commenting under this. Oh, shit, you need an account, do you, yeah? Ah, fuck it, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll create an account there. Yeah, email address, yeah. Enter password. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. Confirmation email. Okay, got the confirmation email. So I'm going to open up my Gmail now to confirm the account. Yeah, that links you back in. Cool. Oh, fuck. You have to find the video that I was once watching because I'm now on a different tab. Okay, fine. Found it. Comment underneath. Slut. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? What fucking lengths do you need to go to? Also, you're literally watching porn. This isn't like RTE news. You're watching porn. The person is engaging in intercourse of some capacity. What do you mean slut? She's getting paid to do a job. Like, what do you get? What do you get off? Do you get off on this? Are you enjoying this? So yeah, these are lonely times. I'm assuming I'm not the only one. I mean, I downloaded Tinder. This week, such is the extent of my loneliness. I mean, I'm single, okay? I'm not in quarantine with, like, my wife or my husband. I am alone, totally solitary, rethinking everything. I mean, who would have thought that Mark Meagher would be a difficult guy to be in a relationship with? But there you go. Such is the case. So I am totally alone. So I downloaded Tinder. What a fucking mistake that was. Tinder. Like, Tinder is like, Jesus, it's it's definitely the worst of all the apps. Like, I know that there are a few now, what, you've got like Tinder, Bumble, uh, Hinge, which, by the way, we will absolutely get to later on. But Tinder, oh, I mean, fucking hell, for all the lamb, there is more than enough mutton. I mean, Jesus, and not even the photos, by the way, the pictures don't bother me. You know, which is very magnanimous for me, I understand. But like the pictures of the individuals don't, don't insult the senses as much as the bloody bios. Well, actually, the one photo that really winds me up on Tinder is uh, women getting into photos with Gardy at music festivals. You're not mental. You're not mental, Catherine. 
by getting into a photo with a fucking public servant, okay? There's nothing unique or interesting about this. And also, why do you have glitter on your face? You're going to see Mundy or like, I don't know, Damien O'Shocknessy or something. Why do you have glitter on your face? Glitter is like the sausage rolls of fashion, in my opinion. You know, it just takes about 17 months to get rid of the remnants. But anyway, the bios on Tinder. Oh, they wind me up so much. They really wind me up so much. I saw one during the week. Fluent in sarcasm. That's what it said. Fluent in sarcasm. Cool. Cool. Right. Well, listen, I don't need Duolingo to translate that you are a fucking gobshite. Do you know what I mean? Other ones like, what do I call a guy under six foot? A friend. Imagine if I was to put something like that about a lady. This is, this is absolutely ludicrous. Uh, oh, by the way, here's some advice. If somebody opens up to you on Tinder with how much does a polar bear weigh? Literally just write back, not as much as you, and then block them. What am I? One of my favorite ones. One of my favorite ones. <laughs> I saw on like Wednesday. It was uh, come to Dublin one month yesterday, looking tour guide for salsa music and enjoy the carnival. Uh, also Brazilian. Oh, oh, you're Bra- oh, you're Brazilian. Jesus, cool. Not exactly going to require Jessica Fletcher's work ethic to ascertain that you are Brazilian. You literally have a photo with Fat Ronaldo and your username is Rio. Do you know what I mean? Also, come to Dublin one month yesterday. Yeah, I mean, we're not really reaching Frost versus Nixon levels of conversational combat here, are we? Like, anyway, fancy going to Dicey's on a Tuesday? Do you know what I mean? And and then obviously Tinder, of course, is a breeding ground for the gin connoisseurs. All the gin connoisseurs, the gin aficionados. You know what I mean? Calling yourself, like females referring to themselves as gin connoisseurs is the male equivalent of referring to yourself as a full-time mad bastard. What the hell are you doing here? Oh, I just came here for the doggos. Did you, yeah? Cool. Well, you're either into bestiality or you're one of the most profoundly basic people on earth. And why are you now calling them doggos? I think I've mentioned this before, but I do have a thesis that there was like obviously some sort of board meeting about eight years ago when people just decided we can no longer refer to them as dogs, we're going to call them doggos. And I also think in that meeting, it must have been mentioned that people need to feign more interest in dogs than they really actually feel. I mean, all of a sudden now, everybody is only here for the dogs, bloody love dogs. Do you actually like dogs? Do you actually like dogs? I mean, personally, I love dogs. But I live alone in London and I'm fucking poor. So, I mean, I couldn't get a dog. And forgive me if I've said this already, but if I got a dog, what, okay, you buy the dog, you have the dog, you get the photo on the Instagram, you get the heat, you get the DMs, grand. But what happens if the dog has a toothache? You bring it to the vet. Cool, that'll be 850 quid. Okay, put it down. Sorry, lassie. Lovely knowing you. I've got a bit of heat on Instagram, but that's it. Goodbye. Too expensive. Anyway. Also, sorry, on Tinder, liking true crime documentaries is not a personality trait. That doesn't make you unique or interesting. And also, if the highlight of your day is coffee, you literally need to cough up your soul and die because that is so fucking boring. If the highlight of your day is having a bloody latte, you need to reevaluate everything. Oh, pineapple on pizza. Let's debate this topic. Let's not. Let's not. You're literally not worth going out on a Thursday night to have an awkward conversation over an overpriced purple pint of sparkling piss in a bar that I'd never usually fucking go to. What is that, by the way, that men men just love going on dates to places that they never usually go to with friends? Do you know what I mean? I, I think that if Tinder... 
I mean, if sorry, if Fade Street in Dublin, not to be specific, but if Fade Street and the Market Bar specifically in Dublin, just to use a general thing, was not to exist, I think Tinder would lose 80% of its market share in Ireland. You know, these, these places that people go to, they're such like first date places, which we will get to in a second because I've actually had a few interesting dates recently that I feel like you might be interested to hear about. And I know some of you are asking about that blind date that I did on Valentine's Day. Uh, which we'll get to. But before we do that, let's continue with Tinder bios. I mean, a couple of other interesting things that people do. Why do you have the fucking dog ears? Why do you have dog ears on your fucking... This is a dating app. You know, the objective is to make yourself look more attractive. Do you know what I mean? And then one of the famous ones, which I absolutely adore, is the person that has the photo. And then the third one, it's like them with a baby or something, Okay. And then underneath in their bio, it's like, eh, photo number three is not my child. It's not my child actually at all. That's my niece. I fucking hate kids. Okay, okay. Just don't include the photo. Just don't put a photo of you with the child in it if you don't want us to, to, to assume that it's your child. Also, by the way, Mama Bear to little Damien. When you say Mama Bear, no, you've got a son. That's okay. He's my little warrior, is he? The last I heard, you still needed to wipe his bum. Okay, so he's not exactly, I don't think Mensa are going to be knocking on the door. The last time I saw him was in Super Value and he had snot on his chin. Okay, on his chin. So it had gone over his mouth and he refused to lick it because he obviously has some sort of palate that doesn't include snot. As it, that, doesn't, that doesn't really tickle the taste buds. You know what I mean? So the snot has come down over his mouth. It's rested on his chin. It's been there for long enough to solidify. So it's now crispy. I thought it was a scab. I genuinely thought it was a scab. I said, well, no, he looks way too young to have acne, but he must just have a scab. No, it's snot. So, Mama Bear, you need to get back to that fucking cave, fetch yourself a Kleenex and wipe your bloody child. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Let's just say then that you managed to overcome all of these conversational hurdles that present themselves on Tinder and you actually find yourself in a bar staring vacantly at your date and your potential future with this individual on a bloody Thursday, okay? You've met the person. You've done the awkward, oh, do we shake hands? Do we hug? Do we pump? Oh, 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 oh. You know what I mean? You've done all that. You're sitting in the bar. I never understand. Like, I look, I'm like, there's no question. I'm probably a really bad date because I don't like this whole sort of, um, what's the word? But the regimented structure that, pe- structure that people apply to first dates, you know, oh, well, don't talk about anything serious. Don't talk about religion or politics. No. Surely there are absolutely two things you you should definitely discuss on a first date. You may as well ascertain at the beginning what sort of individual you're potentially pumping here. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to be seeing somebody for six weeks only to discover that she works for fucking ETA. Do you know what I mean? Or like does the social media for Al-Qaeda. You know, you should talk about these things. And that's why, like my problem is... I go on a date, okay, and I generally have, like, a lot of fun, and I get really pissed. Like, all of my drink, all of my dates revolve around uh, drinking, because I think that's a very easy way to break the ice. Uh, so, like, it's easy to have a good date, but my problem is I build them up so much. I build them up way too much. So, like, 
I, I'll meet somebody. Uh, and actually, do you know what? I think this is true, and I don't want to get all deaf girl about this, but I think that people, the same reasons people fall in love with people are the same reasons that they fall out of love with people. Do you know what I mean? Like, I went on a date recently with somebody. She was incredible, right? She was, and I called my best friend the next day. I was like, man, this girl's insane. Like, she's, like, super positive, like, always upbeat. She's got so much energy, man. It's just like, I I think I'm going to marry her. And then literally one week later, I'm like, he's like, how's it going? I was like, ah, look, it's fine. But, you know, man, she's just so fucking positive. She's so upbeat. And I don't know where she gets the energy from. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? But so I go on these dates. And also, actually, another thing. Do you ever get, I'm one of these ludicrous people that sort of, I, I build them up to be so much. But then all it takes is for them to do like one small thing. And I hate them. Do you know what I mean? It's it's ridiculous and it's definitely my problem rather than theirs, obviously. But like I went on a date with a French girl recently uh, called Marion. Her name was. Very nice person. Doesn't listen to the podcast. But uh, Marion, her name was. The date went really well. And I was like, oh my God, this girl, I'm like living my sort of Amelie dream here. This is this is perfect. I'm going to marry her. This We're going to have the best life ever. We're going to have two little, you know, lovely children and it's all going to be great. We went out for dinner on the second date, okay? Uh, We went out for an Indian and I was just like staring at her lovingly in her eyes and we're looking at the menu and I'm just thinking, I just don't know what I've done right in my life in order to be sitting across the table from somebody this beautiful. And she looked up at me and she, well, actually, before I get to that, I probably should have known that this wasn't going to work out considering my opening line to her on Tinder, like her name's Marion and I literally wrote to her going, Marion, my wayward son. (laughs) <laughs> she found that funny so I mean look I dug my own I dug my own grave but anyway we're at we're looking at each other across the table she's looking at the menu and then she looked up at me and she went I think I'm going to go for the Jalfrezi <laughs> she burst out laughing and I said uh, oh sorry uh, maybe it's a language barrier what are you laughing at and she goes oh just uh, I, I think I'm going to have the Jalfrezi <laughs> she started laughing again I'm like I'm sorry uh, but I'm failing to see the comedy here in a lightly spiced curry dish originating from the Bengal region. You're laughing at cuisine, Marion. You're laughing at cuisine. What is the... Do you know what I mean? And if you think that's funny, fucking God only knows what's going to happen when the waiter offers you bloody poppadoms. Yeah, so that didn't work out. And that's my problem. I build these people up too much. I got into a relationship last year, um, also doesn't listen to the podcast, but with an older woman. Which is my first ever time, by the way, being uh, in a relationship with an older woman. So she was 47 and I was whatever age I was. And it was really good. And it was amazing because she was considerably more mature than me and obviously had her shit together. Whereas I'm Bobby Sands in terms of having my shit together. But it got a bit weird (laughs) where like we had a lovely relationship. But then like I would sometimes stay over in hers and then I'd wake up in the morning to go to work. And she'd like have lunch. She'd make me lunch to bring to work, which is lovely and niche and novel. But then I was like, this is a bit weird. And then one morning, (laughs) this is when I knew things were like veering into sort of the Oedipus sort of territory was one morning she was like, you need some? (laughs) She wasn't from uh, the UK or Ireland. She was from a different country. And she, she was like, you want some cash money? I was like, excuse me? (laughs) She was like, would you like some cash money, pocket money? And I was like, 
I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. And then on the way to the tube, I was thinking, hold on, Mark, you've literally just stayed over in a woman's house. She's she's given you a packed lunch and pocket money. What the hell is going on here? And then I picked up this rash. This is so absurd. I picked up, this is the moment now, this is the real moment I knew that I was completely done. I picked up this rash in my gym on like my lower back. And I think the evening when I was bent over her bed and she was literally putting pseudo cream on my bum, I realised things have gotten way too too far. Also, she used to make me say wah during sex. Like, wah! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, obviously, that relationship didn't last uh, too long. I mean, look, it was great and we had a huge amount of fun. And also she used to like buy me lots of things. Like, I mean, I never knew that I could fashion a bonnet so nicely. Do you know what I mean? But look, it didn't work out. Suffice to say, one of my good friends uh, went on a date about six months ago and I just, it would be remiss if I didn't divulge, oh no, sorry, sorry, fuck, I have to tell you about, <laughs> I went on a date with this Scottish girl about four months ago, uh, I swear on my life, this is so true, by the way, I went on a date with this Scottish girl about four months ago on a Sunday night, and within the first four minutes, she told me that her dad used to play rugby for Scotland, but was the only person to ever receive a global ban from ever playing the sports again, because apparently he got into a fight with some guy, and then got his two fingernails on his well like on his thumb and sliced the guy's eyes open which I don't even understand how that happens but also don't fucking say that to somebody on a first date you lunatic and she was like hey but you're Irish like you know how it is no I don't know how it is you're absolutely terrifying me you're absolutely terrifying me now please finish your iron brew and get out anyway my my friend went on a date recently with this guy and I need to fucking tell you about it I mean I thought I was cynical. She's definitely 20 times worse. So she had, she met this guy literally on Fade Street in Dublin City, uh, the market bar on Fade Street for those unfamiliar. And she said that the moment that he got out of the taxi, she knew this wasn't going to work. This just was not going to work. Do you know why? Apparently, because the strides that he was taking walking towards her were too long. I mean, I've never heard of somebody being judged by their strides, but fair play. I mean, fair play to her. Suffice to say, he gets out of the car and he walks over to her. (laughs) And she said that initially she thought this was just his way of introducing himself to her. But then obviously he just did this throughout the night to every single individual they encountered. And even like mid-conversation, he'd say it. So she comes up and she was like, oh, Rory, is it? And he was like, how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? And she was like, eh. Good, yeah. How are you? And he's like, yeah, not so bad, no, not so bad. How are you, though? How are you? How are you? How are you? She was like, yeah, fine. I thought we've, I thought we've just done that. Well, I've got the shirt on me anyway. She goes, what? It's like, I've got the old shirt on me. Nipped down into Pull and Bear earlier on. Pull and Bear. Pull and Bear is like the dial-up internet of clothes, by the way. I wouldn't exactly be boasting about this. And then she was like, right, well, we 
going to the restaurant and he was like, oh yeah, how are you, how are you, how are you? <laughs> like, by the way, why are you addressing her like you're some sort of politician walking into his local butchers or maybe like a member of Angarda Siakana emceeing his Christmas party? <laughs> Say something other than how are you, you know what I mean? So then they, she said they went in, they sat down at like one of the high tables and he just started like milling into the booze. And don't get me wrong, look, we all suffer from so- social anxiety at times and there are sometimes we drink out of awkwardness. But like after his like, like third point he was like we move on to something spicy and basically he got himself this like weird green cocktail bear in mind this is before they even had food he got himself this like weird green cocktail that stained his tongue and obviously for a normal person it's like a little bit embarrassing that you've got like a green tongue you know what i mean uh at a date no no he thought this was absolutely hilarious. So he kept on just looking at her and going, ah, <laughs> like, like fucking Gene Simmons from Kiss. Do you know what I mean? So they're sitting there, they're like getting, he's obviously getting so drunk. And then at one point he's like, oh, uh, do, do you know where the bathroom is? Which I think I've maybe mentioned this before, but what is it with Irish people and inquiring about where the fucking bathroom is in restaurants? Just ask the waiter. Or like, fine, you're not in Narnia. You're in the market bar. It's not. It's not going to be a million miles away. Oh, you went to the bathroom there. Do you? Is it that way? Is it that way? Or just like it, it, as if like you know you walk the wrong direction and red dots are going to appear in your jumper and you'll be taken out by a sniper rifle. You're looking for the bathroom. Relax. Suffice to say, he sat back down at the table after the bathroom, and she was like, "Oh, listen, maybe we should." We should probably get some food or something. Do you know what I mean? And uh, he was like, oh, yeah, all right, all right, yeah, how are you? Cheers, yeah, how are you? Cheers. And um, she was like, oh, I was thinking they've got some nice tapas there. We could get some prawns. And he's like, all right, yeah, how are you? Yeah, cheers, yeah, are they, are they nice? And she was like, oh, well, I, I haven't had them. I haven't had them here yet. And he's like, no, no, like prawns. And she was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, what's a prawn like? What do you mean, what's a prawn? What? What's a prawn? Good God, man. Good God. What do you mean, what's a prawn? He'd never, he'd never had a prawn before. Like, I don't mean to be selfish. I mean, selfish. But like, good God, that is absolutely insane. Suffice, suffice to say, the food eventually arrives at the table. And she then got quite pissed. But she says the last thing that she remembers is him holding up the little prawn and sort of waggling it to sort of test his durability. Hold it up to his mouth. And just before he popped it into his gullet, just whisper... Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, prawn, oh yeah, prawn. <laughs> Thank you so much, as always, for listening to the Sunday Roast. It means the world to me. I really, really appreciate it. If you are not subscribed to the Patreon, please consider it. It literally would make such a difference to me. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much. Patreon.com forward slash Mark Megan. Instagram at Megan Mark. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. And keep looking after yourselves and those that are closest to you. all the love and thank you for the support i've had like six glasses of wine now so i need to stop anyway take care see you next week oh fuck i actually tried to press stop recording